Welcome back. Mm, there has been a fire that has been lit under my ass lately because I feel very passionately about a lot. Uh, and sometimes I feel like I'm not the expert to talk about it because I'm not an expert, um, you know, on, on specific topics. And, but this is something that I'm living in real life and I'm saying in, in real time. And it just rubs me the wrong way. And I actually, I made a slight rant about it on TikTok. And I thought, well, hey, silly, you have an entire platform that you have yourself. Why not just talk about it there? And if you listened to my last episode, you heard me speak about how hard it is to be a mom with unhealed trauma. And how... That is being a mom is a struggle enough, um, but let alone when you have a lot of issues to work through and see out um, and you have to do it while simultaneously raising a human and God, you know, you want that to be a good human, um, you know, a good person. And it was hard. And, you know, when I said that there's a bigger issue just as a culture that we have created uh, outside of our own environments, you know, our own homes. And it really is just a culture that we're just setting as, you know, a, a nation, I guess, as a whole society, as, as a human race. And I just feel like I, as I am somebody who is very leftist, I am somebody who tries my hardest to be as open-minded as I can be. You know, I've said it once, I've said it, I'll say it a million times. I'll have a conversation with anybody about anything, regardless if I completely agree with it. Um, you know, even if I think what you're saying is the stupidest shit I've ever heard, I'll still hear it out because, you know, maybe you have a point that I've just never seen before. Um, and so I've sat back and I've watched and I've analyzed long enough to where I feel like at the very least, I have an opinion that can be spoken about. Because I think that after talking to people in real life, in real time, I think that most people would agree. And that is that the movements that we're making and the progress that we're making is good progress. It's needed progress. But I feel as though sometimes we lose the direction of where exactly we want that progress to progress <laughs> into. <laughs> um, and so let me just elaborate, right? So if you're in any form, a part of the world, and you see what goes on, you see that nowadays there's a lot more tiptoeing around that everybody does with each other, right? Because you don't know really what the proper way to address someone is. Um, as far as like, you know, there's just, I just, I hear things every day of like, these are topics of conversations you shouldn't talk about. And these are things you should never bring up. Like, you know, noticing that somebody's lost weight, you know, not to comment about that and not to mention anything because we don't really know why. And I, you know, I've thought about those things. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You know, and it's like, it's little things like that 
And I know we all know of little examples of just like, you know, asking a kid about, oh, where, where are your parents at? You know, we don't know if they have parents or we should be using the word guardians. And, you know, obviously we all want to be respective of what other people want to be addressed by as far as their pronouns go. And, you know, and again, I'm like, I'm for that. But I feel like we're trying to make, we're trying to force people into progression without showing grace for people not just immediately snapping their fingers and being there. It's like we have to somehow take a step back and know that if there is ever going to be real progress that's going to be made um, without it being forced upon, like, real genuine progress. Because, yeah, sure, people will know to do the proper things when everybody's around, but we want to make a change as, as individuals. We want to make a change as people, right? That's what I assume. That's what I'm, uh, that's what I assume all of us is for, is so we can start to get it embedded in us. Um, and it'll be like a second nature, right? Well, I don't feel like that's going to happen if we are forcing people into wokeness And then holding their feet to the fire to uphold those standards without showing the proper grace. And listen, I get it. You know, I get it. It's like we think for the newer generations, they assume that this is just common sense. Like, yeah, these this is common sense. Those things aren't appropriate to do. These things aren't appropriate to say. That's not how we behave anymore. Uh, I just feel like this is why some people refuse to take it seriously. You know, it's like, this is why I hate even when I'm hearing somebody from an older generation speak and say like, oh, you 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 can't say this anymore and you can't do that anymore. It's like, well, you know, maybe we shouldn't have been saying and doing those things to begin with. But, you know, I get the fear that people hold of just, you know, the people who have good intentions and maybe want to do the right things, but we just refuse to actually educate. You know, and this is something that I also feel when we speak about real life events like dealing with narcissists and OCD and ADHD and gaslighting and trauma and trauma bonding and mental illness. You know, all of those things I feel like is spoken about so freely as if it's just something that every single person in the universe, we all collectively share and experience. And the truth is, it's not, those aren't the, not everybody's going to experience those things in their lifetime. But when we so loosely say these buzzwords, which they're not even buzzwords, those are real life, as I said, those are real life scenarios that people deal with. But we use them so freely and then we we convince people who maybe have not experienced that, that maybe that is the case. And I just kind of think, like, I love the information that is going out to people to make change. I just don't necessarily love the way that it's gone about. You know, as a mother of a soon-to-be teenager, I see the damage that knowing so much information before your mind is ready to handle it can do. And, you know, I don't, I don't, allow my daughter on social media. I did for like a short time, you know, first it was Snapchat and then she was like, okay, I want to do a TikTok, you know, and then I did that. But then that very, very quickly died out because I just didn't think mentally it was enough for her to handle. But still, we cannot protect our kids from anything and everything that just happens in the world, you know, as far as just who they're going to see and who they're going to hang out with at school, at social events, what have you. Um, And, you know, and I don't obviously blame that on woke culture per se but 
I've just, I've read some crazy conversations from kids that I've seen. Like, I work with younger kids. I've heard their conversations. And it's like, I think that the reason why some of these younger, younger kids are so depressed and anxious is because they feel like they have to be because all of this stuff is like thrown in them of like, do you have depression? Oh, well, do you maybe some days don't want to get out of bed? And do you maybe sometimes feel this way? And do you maybe this? And then it's like, you know, they're, they're loaded with these inf- this information and they don't actually know what a lot of it means. And so they think like, oh, well, I must be getting abused in my household or, oh, you know, my mom must be a narcissist and, oh, you know, my dad gaslights me and, you know, and I just kind of feel like, you know, and, oh, man, I get nervous before a test. I have an anxiety disorder. Like, I sometimes even hear my daughter overuse the word, like, panic attack a lot and, you know, she'll just be like, oh, gosh, earlier today I was watching this show and, you know, the main character died and I I was so emotional. I was having a panic attack. And it's like, well, were you having a panic attack or were you just emotional? You know, and I just feel like when we desensitize these very serious issues and we just make them seem like lollygag, ha ha ha, it's like everybody does assume that it's going to apply to them and it doesn't apply to them. A lot of these real life scenarios isn't going to apply to a lot of people. And granted, I'm glad that people are aware of what these things are because like I've said I was gaslit a lot in my childhood, like, and I mean, like, an extreme case of gaslighting where it was, like, night, I would see it being nighttime, and I would be being told it's daytime, like, straight up, like, are you crazy? It's daytime, and I'm like, well, I'm looking at the moon and the stars, and it's fucking pitch black outside. No, you're not. It's daytime. Like, that, like, form of gaslighting that I really was, like, what in the hell is going on you know and it's like when I hear the word gaslighting be overused of just like "Mm, that person told me I was a liar and you know they're gaslighting me it's like that's not what that stuff means and that's why I say that like I sometimes even feel ill-equipped to handle to have these conversations because I don't know what every single term means I don't know any of what every single thing means but I do my best to understand the meaning before I use it. You know, I won't... Oh, and another thing I hear is these manic episodes. Oh, I was manic and I went to Target and spent $200. Like, people experience real-life mania. And do you know how, like, overshadowed that experience feels when everybody thinks that it applies to them? I just don't think that we're really understanding the gravity of what our words, one, for one, have, and two, like, what they even really mean, the gravity of how big and serious those situations are. And so it's like, I just have an issue with, you know, these scenarios of that not everybody's going to experience, but yet everybody does nowadays think that they've experienced. And then also, like, we're not showing grace to people who don't quite understand these things. Like, that's really what it boils down to. If somebody is not willing to progress and to make progress in their mind and they are not willing, or maybe they're not even able to, it's like we can't just wash it away and, like, brush them off and and consider them to be all of these very horrible things when really it's like these things take time to learn. Like the younger generation is in a lot of ways very fortunate because they were raised with a lot more resources than generations prior to them have as far as information that they're able to get to and things they're able to learn about. But as I said, I don't think that's gone without a cost. I think now 
there's just like there's just this you know dark side of being so aware that has just kind of like done the opposite effect of what it's a need to do like this wokeness has not necessarily brought out a brighter and better being as people if anything it's like it's it's found ways to make us more divided and my issue as i said isn't just with the woke culture my issues with both sides but i just think that like i am somebody that if someone like for instance if i'm talking to a man and he's saying something that is blatantly sexist you know outside of like shut up bitch go make me a sandwich but if he's saying something that i can tell maybe he doesn't quite realize or maybe he does but that's just like something he's not like even it's not been brought into his intention in a healthy way of like oh you know is that necessary like or what do you mean by that you know of questioning it you know I feel like I just I try first to show just a small bit of grace I try first to make them question of like well what was your intention behind saying that you know did did you recognize that maybe that sounded like this you know and not in a demeaning way but just in a way of like hey let me help you here um do you know what that means or you know Something I like to do a lot of, you know, specifically with men is when I can tell that, you know, I've said this once before, that I think men have a very small tolerance of emotional regularity. Um, Not all men, of course, but I just mean, you know, a lot of men feel like anger is their one and main emotion. Um, And when I can see that and I can recognize that, like, I try to maybe help whoever I can in the moment to be like, hey, um are you angry now? Like, what's, what's bothering you? Like, is this, you know, maybe that, like, hurt your feelings or whatever, you know? It's like, I try to just, like, put it in a broader lens for them to see. And I think that the lens that we're giving people to see this progress we want to make is so small. And we're trying to fit all these little eyebrow, eyeballs into it. And we're like, hey, look, at the, don't you see that this is the right way? But it's, like, so tiny. And not everybody's going to be able to see it. You know, we wouldn't expect the, the six-year-old to have the same emotional maturity as a 26-year-old. I'm sure some of them do, but we don't expect that. And it's like we can't, I don't know, it's like we can't can't continue on this path that we're on. I think we, I think we all need to keep a little bit of a middle ground, you know? And I don't mean as far as like, just human rights, you have to stay in the middle. Everybody deserves basic human rights. Man, woman, trans, anybody and everybody in every spectrum, I think, unless you do harm to others or to yourself, deserves the same level of respect, okay? And so in that way, I appreciate it. But I also do think that it is a different world and we have to be compassionate and we have to be understanding. And I think that what we really want to make out of you know, the, the wokeness is that we want, that's what we want. We want people to have more empathy for each other. We want more people to have compassion. We want people to be able to put themselves in other people's shoes. Um, but I just feel like we have to like do more self-reflections of ourselves, of when we are saying what we're saying and putting out what we're putting out of like what exactly, you know, our intentions behind it are. I don't know. I'm, it makes me sad because, you know, my daughter, she's just at this weird age, man, where she, I I see some of the things that are said. And I think that like a lot of like 
her kid, like kids in her, you know, age group think like a lot of things are like normalized, um, that I just see. And I'm like, holy crap, that wasn't normal when I was a kid. And I think that it's become so normalized with them being a kid because it's just like, it's so openly talked about, but it's not really making note of what it's doing to the younger minds. And that is why, you know, I like to consider myself just somebody who tries to stay in the middle because I don't align with a lot of conservative views as far as, you know, I'm not like super Christian I'm or any religion for that matter. I'm not like, you know, as I said, I believe that live and let live. And that's kind of not so much the conservative route. But I also do understand why people want to uphold certain values and how they are and how they're raised and how why people want to uh, uphold certain, uh, I don't know, just standards for their own family. I don't really know the proper thing that I'm thinking of. I just saying like, I see it, you know, even if I don't agree with it, I see it. And I think that we all just want that more from each other to be able to like see it from each other's side. But we, the only way we're going to do that is by having more real opening conversations and by having more non-judgmental, like even if somebody was to say the most out-of-pocket things that you think in your day-to-day life is like the most inappropriate thing. If their intentions weren't to just, they were just genuinely curious or they were just saying it or they didn't even wear how inappropriate it was, like let's take the time to educate them or let's take the time to pick their brain about really what that means. And I want the other people who are, you know, more of the woke to like take a second to understand where the other people are coming from. You know, like, let's just try more to understand where each other, why we feel the way that we feel and how we feel the way we feel. And I know that that's not so easy. I know that not everybody's open to having those conversations. You know, most people are just like, that's the way I was raised and that's how it goes. And, you know, vice versa. of just like, well, I was always raised, you know, vegan. And it's like, okay, well, that's great. But not everybody was raised that way. So you can't just walk into a room and say, everybody better stop eating meat right now or you're all a bunch of... Sl- slaughtering murderers like you know you just wouldn't do that you wouldn't do that and I think we can all agree on that so it's like so then let's like be a little more empathetic to one another and our human experiences and just like we're all imperfectly doing life and I don't think most of us have any clue what half of the shit means Um, as far as just like, what is the meaning of life? I don't think any of us know. And I think we're all just trying to find this meaning of like, my life purpose is to make change and my life purpose is to be in politics and, you know, fine, what have you. But I think the biggest thing and my biggest issue right now with the woke culture is just the little amount of grace that we're showing. You know, we already know the issues on the other side. We see the changes that need to be made to make it more fair and livable for everybody. We see that. But I just want us to like start humanizing each other more. I want us to start understanding that not every life experience is going to apply to you. And uh, this is something I'm really big on is like, I think like, for instance, people who do, as I said, suffer through, you know, OCD, ADHD, manic episodes, this, that, and the other. Those people who struggle through those things, it's really a life struggle for them eternally. And I think when everybody tries to fit into like, well, I have mania and I have this and I have that and this is that and I'm this. It's like, I feel like it takes away from 
people who, as I said, really struggle with it. And we may think that it's doing the good of like, oh, well, you're not alone. And it's like, well, I'm sorry, but, you know, just like, um, you know, for instance, the LGBTQ community, they have their own hangout spots, you know, gay bars. Those are all things. You know, if a bunch of straight people came in and started just taking them over and like, oh, this is ours. You know, I've always heard, being my sister is a lesbian, I've also heard that a lot of just like, those are safe places for them. And I feel like we can't all try to fit into the same box because then it it loses the safeness of it all. It loses the safe place of like, you know, when I actually meet somebody who truly is ADHD and I can just tell, it's like, yeah, okay, that, you know, I see you, man, like, holy, you're just like me, you know, versus of every single person, like, when it was a thing for everybody at one point to say that ADAD or ADD, ADHD isn't even a thing anymore, that everybody has it, it's like, that felt very, like, isolating of, like, well, no, not everybody has it, because not everybody understands the way my mind works, and, like, if everybody had it, then why isn't it like this, you know, and it just kind of, like, it takes away from, like, the uniqueness of your experience as a human being, And I just wish that, you know, we could do educating on what certain things mean and do proper educating as far as, like, if you're going to point, put out something like, this is what narcissism looks like, then you better have, like, the credentials and the shit to really back it up. Versus there's so many, like, skits online of just, like, oh, yeah, this person was a narcissist and this person was doing this and, you know, this is what... And it's, like, we're not giving a lot of... lot of substance. We're not giving a lot of context. And so people are just hearing these words and they're running with it with what they think they mean. And really it doesn't apply to them, you know? And of course, we all don't know each other's experiences. So that's why I'm saying this stuff kind of loosely. But I just think that like, that's an important thing to remember, you know? It's a very important thing to remember. And I felt a lot more passionately about this yesterday. And I'm actually kind of glad I didn't record then when I wanted to because I think that I probably would have came off far more aggressive. I'm, I'm a proud of my approach to this topic. Um, and this isn't taken away from any progress I want to see being made. I just think that we do need to be kinder to each other, show more compassion to each other. We want to make real change in this world. That's what we have to do. We have to show each other grace. We have to know that we're not all going to be perfect from the get. We have to know that we're all not going to get it right away. And we have to continue. If you're going to fight the good fight, then you have damn sure better be prepared to continue to do it over and over and over and over and over and over again. And not shaming people into feeling the way you want to feel and not belittling people into not thinking the way that you think about something. It's like, I... Or belittling people into thinking the way you think about something. I just, um, I don't know. I think it's kind of unfair. So call that what you will, but I'm just calling it like I want to see real change being made and I want to see it done in the right ways and not in just a fake phony way of like, let's just do whatever we can to appease the masses. So thank you so much for listening to me. You know, I've, I've been dealing with a lot lately and this has kind of been hard for me to do. Anything actually has kind of been hard for me to do. But I'm trying to take my own advice and live through my own advice and just, like, show myself grace and, you know, allow myself to rest when I need it. And that's all I really can do. So thank you, as always, for being here with me. I will talk to you really soon. I appreciate you. I see you. And...